Welcome to Silly History, I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. December 7th, 1941, a day that will forever live in infamy. The bombing of Pearl Harbor rocked the U.S. nation to its core when the forces of the Japanese Empire killed 2,403 lives in an act of war. Men between the ages of 18 and 65 were required to register for the draft, the majority of whom were more than eager to do so. Boys as young as 12 lied about their age, desperate to join the fight overseas and proudly serve and defend the world against the axis of evil. The following day on December 8th, 16-year-old Don Carcos followed his brother Eddie to the local Navy recruiting station in Lewiston, Maine. Don sat in the back of the room, watching his brother answer questions and fill out paperwork. As the recruiter waited for Eddie to finish up, he noticed that Don wasn't enlisting. Hey kid, he bellowed. What's the matter? You don't like the Navy? Don was caught off guard. Sir, I'm not old enough, he replied. I don't turn 17 until Friday. Apparently, the recruiter viewed the age limit as more of a guideline than a rule. Good enough, he said. In two shakes of a lamb's tail, Don had filled out the same paperwork and answered the same questions as Eddie. It was official. The Carcos brothers were in the Navy. Don sailed out of Boston and into the North Atlantic aboard the USS Rapidan one of the many oil tankers used to refuel the Allied fleet. In the summer of 1942, Don was walking the deck. It was a warm and beautiful morning when a loud explosion rocked the ship. Metal shrapnel and other debris hurled through the air, a chunk hitting the 17-year-old just above his right eye. The blow knocked him down and unconscious. When he woke up, he found himself lying in a hospital bed in Iceland. He was unable to see through his right eye, and the doctors told him because of the injury, he would never recover his sight. They encouraged him to have it removed, but Don said no, preferring to keep it and maintain his dashing good looks. After being released from the hospital, he returned to his home in Maine. He worked in a woolery for some time, and used his earnings to pay off the mortgage on his father's house. He got married, had children, and ran an extremely successful roofing and sheet metal business. He later moved to Harris, New York, where he purchased a 22-acre horse farm. For 64 years, Don lived his life well, seeing through just one eye and not once complaining about it. In the early days, it was embarrassing when he bumped into walls and people, but over time, he got used to it. Running into things became a normal part of his everyday life. In 2003, doctors told him again that there was nothing they could do to bring back his vision, even with the latest advances in medicine. When he retired, Don took a job at the nearby Monticello Raceway, where he worked security and helped out in the racing paddock. One of the horses he tended was named My Buddy Chimo. On one crisp morning in December 2006, Don was getting the horse ready for a workout. The harness strap needed an adjustment around the horse's chest, and as Don reached underneath, his head was positioned right next to the equines. In one swift motion, My Buddy Chimo lowered his head, came back up, and butted Don squarely above his right eye, 
Don was thrown against the back wall, seeing stars through his one good eye. He sat there on the floor and took a moment to recover. Still feeling woozy, he went home, and as he walked around the house, he realized something was very different. In his words, it was like all of a sudden, my vision came like a widescreen TV. Don's eyesight had returned to his right eye. If he had 2% vision before, he was now up to 25, seeing through his right eye as far as 15 feet in front of him. After 60 some odd years, Don could actually avoid the things he was always bumping into. It was a Christmas miracle. The incident was officially dubbed the Monticello Miracle, and because of it, Don loved the gelding even more. Until his passing in late January of the following year, he ensured that my buddy Chimo got extra special care whenever he took care of him. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a five-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This show is a Night Owl production.